So when I was voluntold to do this exercise program for young people, sorry, adults with young cancer, I didn't know what to expect. Exercise program could mean anything. So I was got a bunch of instructions in the mail. So they, the first part is, is they mail out a fitness tracker and you wear it around your waist and it tracks your sleep and your heart maybe like how, you know, I have no idea. It tracks something. I'm thinking heart rate and just, it also tracks sleep and when you're awake and active. So you wear it for, and even when you're sleeping, the only time you take it off is if you were in a shower or bath and you have to record when you take it off and how long you left it off for. And you wear it for six to seven days straight. So I get this and I, I put it on. It's not the most comfortable. It keeps flipping around in that. And you're got to wear it kind of right at your waist, but maybe a bit higher. It's got to sit without kind of getting caught. And it's got this long, long, like elastic part on it. So you can tighten it and it's, you're trying to wrap it around and not get caught on things. So I have it on and the week I had it on must have been just, it was a brutal sleep week for me. It was the week that I had my port um, that got infected. So I sat in emergency for 14 hours. And so it's recording that I'm up. And you also have to record in a, a booklet, like when you fell asleep, when you woke up, um, anything like that. So I'm recording and I'm like, okay, well, I, uh, I I didn't go to sleep. I went to sleep when I got home for an hour. Um, and then there's a few other nights where just things were just going on and I felt like I had zero sleep. So I don't know what it was recording. They must look at these times and go, my goodness, like, does she even have any sort of routine? So that was the first part. And then the second part is you go in to actually for them to test your bone density as well as a baseline fitness. So I went in and you got this bone density. And of course, I'm worried about any more scans because it's just even minute levels of radiation. I don't want a secondary cancer later on. I mean, I'd prefer not to get any cancer, secondary or otherwise. But they assure you it's like taking a long haul flight. And I would like to take a long haul flight. So if I'm willing to take the risk of the radiation for a long haul flight, then I guess I should take the risk for finding out my bone density. And it also kind of helps because I wanted to get a bone density anyways for um, a menopause marker. So you lay there absolutely still and this machine goes all over you, not like a CT scan, but not unlike it, meaning that you have to lie very still and have this machine go over, but you don't have to hold your breath and it tells you when to breathe. And this one sounded like it was going to take off to space. It was very loud. So you do that. And then the next thing is, is they, they measure your, you know, your waist. They, they, they do the kind of a pinch thing for body fat and they measure, um, your hip circumference. <laughs> I'm, as they're doing that, I was like, okay, do I hold it in? I want to hold it in. Uh, and then the last time I did something like this, I think was in university, I, some kind of phys ed class. 
And the next is was a beep test. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of coughing and re- remembering at the same time. This beep test, like I did a beep test again in university or high school, and it was exactly a beep test. So if you've never done a beep test is they push your intensity up and you're just seeing how fast and how hard you can go. So you're kind of testing for endurance. So you go down, you get on a treadmill and every time it beeps, they increase the intensity and it's at certain intervals and you keep going as far as you can until you can't. So simple. So, but they have to wear full hazmat suits because it's still COVID. You still have potential of chemo in you and you're sweating and any kind of bodily fluid. So they're in full out hazmat suits. There's two girls there. And then you have a full face thing on aspirator, I want to say. And you have this tube from your mouth and it's going to collect everything that you kind of breathe out. Because you're breathing through your, uh, it plugs your nose, so you're breathing nothing through your through your nose. And it's all strictly through your mouth and they want to collect it. So it's very uncomfortable to begin with. And full disclosure, I it's also my period. And I have super, super, super heavy. Like it's unreal heavy. So it feels like I'm wearing a diaper. I'm anemic on top of it. So I want to pass out and I'm going on this treadmill for this beep test. So it starts off and I mean, you're walking and it's fine. You're not allowed to grab the sides or the front. Um, you're supposed to kind of all on your own without support. And if you grab and because your whole face is covered and you can't talk, you're supposed to have your hands free so you can give thumbs up to let them know as well as if it gets to the point where you can't and you put your hands on it, that's telling them that you're done. You can't do anymore. So easy peasy at the beginning your slow incline and they're cheering you on the whole way. I've never had this kind of support in my life. Even when I was younger doing cross country with family cheering me on, like they are right in your ear and Amanda, whoa, go like, you're awesome. Keep going. Yeah. So that was great for my ego, especially when it was just walking. (laughs) I mean, I wish I had that kind of support and cheering on just to go to the mailbox and it gets harder. So the beep comes and it gets harder and it gets harder fast. And the incline comes and the speed comes and you're breathing through your mouth. And I'm speed walking, speed walking. And I'm not quite up to a jog yet because all of a sudden it went, it went hard and fast. And between each kind of interval, they also want you to kind of rate how you feel and that. So you're like, yeah, I, I could keep going. I could keep going to literally, oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out. And if you're not at the back of the treadmill to catch me, I'm going to fly off. So I did as much as I could. And like I said, it was hard and fast, like, and it felt like it jumped. And then they're asking, so, you know, how do you feel about that? And I'm can barely breathe. And I'm like, I want to die. That's how I feel. And you, you kind of also in the back of your head are, are thinking, like, is, is this normal? Like, um, I mean, I haven't done a beep test since university. So was I as good back then? Like, I should be better back then because I was younger, more in shape and wasn't 
just didn't finish going through chemo. But how did I rate? Like, am I am I healthy? Because you want to be healthy. You want to push yourself and prove to yourself that you're super, super healthy. But then on this other side of the coin, if you're too healthy in that, then these are the results that are going to go back for insurance purposes. And they're scrutinizing everything. I mean, they don't care that it was um, chemo, that you're anemic and how you felt about this. They're like, she can do that. She can do anything. So not really sure how to play this, uh, but they ask how you're feeling and, you know, they ask, so I noticed you were speed walking that, but you didn't actually run. And the truth was like, I wanted to pass out. My iron levels are so low that I was like, I got winded fast and wanted to pass out. So <laughs> you take a break and then they leave you to have lunch and do a whole paper questionnaire and it's a big whole booklet. And most of it's like, do you feel anxiety? How often do you think about reoccurrence? How are you coping? And if I be honest, I think about reoccurrence every day. Every single day. Some days I think about it more times than others. But I don't think there's one day where it doesn't even fleetingly pass through my brain. There's still times where every ache, every pain you get worried. Prior to this, if I had a cough or if I wasn't feeling well, I would put it down to anything else, right? Oh, I got a cold. Oh, it's nothing. It's, you know, a little smoke in the air. Anything like that. But I would have put down my original bowel issues to, you know, I knew there's something a bit more, but I never would have guessed you know, full on stage three cancer. And now it's kind of like if I miss those symptoms, <laughs> these little symptoms that maybe I think are nothing, maybe they are something huge. So I'm filling out this questionnaire and it's asking me all these questions. So it's glaringly in my face that, oh my gosh, I, I worry a lot. I have huge, huge anxiety because I don't know if I were to get reoccurrence, if I could beat beat it a second time. I don't know if I could physically, my body could physically go through chemo again. I would. I I absolutely would for my family, do whatever it takes. But in the back of my head, I, I, I don't know if I'm strong enough mentally, physically. I know that if it comes back, it's going to come back more aggressive. So that means more aggressive treatments. Um, my body's not 100% healed, so I'm not fighting with a full strength I'm to fight it again. I don't know if I want to spend the next how many years fighting. I just, I don't want to fight. <laughs> I really don't. But those are all kind of in my head as I'm doing this questionnaire. So the second part of the test is um, leg strength. And arm strength. So you do kind of the, you lay and you do these chest kind of pull, like pushes. I don't even know the proper terms for exercise, but you're pushing with your arms and then they increase the weight every 10 reps. And then you see how hard you can go. And then after that, they go on your highest or whatever, or they take, they cut it in half. They do some kind of uh, formula 
and I think it's cut in half. And then they have like a melodrome set up and then you have to see how many you can do to this melodrome. So, you know, beep, beep, beep. I can't even keep a beep. But if that's what a melodrome sounded like, which it doesn't. And so on one, you go in, out, in, out. And then you do the same for your legs. And I remember getting to my legs. I'm laughing to myself because I I had something to prove. I'm like, I am, I am tough. So I pushed with my legs and I really pushed. And even she was like, wow, like good for you. And then it came to that, the melodrome part. And she was like, okay, now you should be able to do at least 10 reps on this setting because you did so many on this high one. And I remember getting to like rep five and I was like, my legs are burning. My legs are burning. I don't think I can get to 10. And then she kept, I was, I was off the beat. And so she kept trying to slow me down and be like, nope, now push in, now push out. And I just wanted to like burn through them as fast as I could. And afterwards, my legs felt like jelly. And the next day, my lower back hurt so much. Like I couldn't even go up and down the stairs. <laughs> I hurt so much pain. And in my head, I was like, why? Why did I do that? But it was proving to myself and to anyone there that, you know what? Fuck cancer. And I'm going to bounce back and get my strength back. Like, I need my strength. And that's totally what it was. It was just a whole fuck cancer thing. So that was the exercise part. And then they tell you if you're in a, a, it's like a blind kind of study too. So they randomly put you into kind of like a placebo group or a, another group. So one group would be getting uh, weekly exercises to do. So they'd email you weekly exercises and you would be part of a group to encourage each other to do exercises. And the next group would continue on as you're going and then in three months, they'll come back and compare. And then you do another baseline test. And then this will go on for a year, a year to two years. Because then at another three months, they're going to test again. And in the end, I, it's great for you. But they also want to know the study is um, do having set exercises and a group to encourage you, does that help overall than someone who's left on their own? And the big thing is, is, Exercise is so important for your health, as we know. So here I am preaching exercise is really important. But it's really important for um, prevention of cancer and reoccurrence. So uh, eating healthy, so diet and exercise. And we know that as young people, they keep encouraging exercise and it's important. But when you have chemo, your recommended exercise is completely changed because there might you might not be able to do that. So they're recommending as the Canada Food Guide and that for this exercise. So how do we get young people back to being physically active? Because physical activity after someone who's maybe 70 or 80, their recommended exercise, even for that age group, is completely different for a young adult. So that's kind of what they're looking at and really trying to push exercise and get back for young adults. So I ended up being in the group where I have to maintain what I'm doing. 
And there's d- weeks where I'm like, yeah, I'm on this exercise kick. I'm going to do hit exercise, hit training, and then I'm going to go for walks, and I'm going to do yoga, and I feel awesome. And then I'm going to get on the exercise bike every night. And then two for the next two weeks, I'm like, I'm going to play Mario Kart and eat chips and binge watch Netflix. And then it kind of goes downhill from there. So I am on the keep up what I'm doing. So I, in my head, I'm like, okay, then I really do need some good habits. But also in the summer, if, if you want to go on holidays and that, it's a lot harder to maintain doing 30 minutes of exercise a day or maybe not, I guess, because if you're out and about, but I guess it's harder for me to schedule, you know, making sure I do yoga every day and stretching, especially if you're in a vehicle or you just want to be with your kids and that. So I find it harder anyhow. But that's kind of where I have to go. And then in three months, uh, we're supposed to kind of meet again. And I hope in my head, I'm hoping that I don't, you know, completely uh, decide to have a free-for-all summer. And then they get to measure my hip circumference again and realize that I have packed on the pounds and I've gone downhill because the whole idea is you want to kind of show progress. So we'll see how that goes. So maintain some exercises 